My name is Emily McCormick, and this changed my life. What's this, you ask? Good question. You'll find the answer as you listen in. My friends and I dive into everything from faith to fashion, culture to coffee, purpose to parenting, leadership to love, and so much more. So settle in and let's learn and laugh together. So friends, I am here with my sweet friend, Lauren Mullen. Hello. Hi, friend. I'm so excited. I am too. We've talked about doing this for a long time and the circumstances are just kind of crazy. So exactly. Lauren and I were talking this morning. Today is Monday actually. And I had put out a podcast about moms and some specific stuff I'll talk about, but I messaged Lauren and was like, I really want to know your opinion on how this came across because Lauren is someone who has been a hairdresser for how many years have you been doing hair? 20, 20 years. Yeah. Long time. So you have had, you have two kids and you've been doing hair for 20 years and you didn't stop. I'm sure you had little moments of respite, I hope, when you had like newborn, but you've been doing hair since, really since you began. And yeah. So how old are your kiddos? So I have a son, Samson, who's 12 and a daughter, Claire, who's eight. Oh, and I love them. They're just wonderful. And I love you. (laughs) I put out a podcast this morning um, because I wanted to talk to specifically moms that have maybe felt like they're not doing enough because they're not working outside the home or doing a side business or whatever. And because I really spent 12 years where I kind of pulled back from everything that I was doing outside of the house. Once I had my fifth kid, especially, I was like, I can't do anything. I'm so And so I wanted to address specifically mamas who were home, who were feeling when they see all the things that other moms do and were like fighting comparison or, or guilt or shame. I just wanted to give those moms a deep breath. Like, Hey, what you're doing is enough. You don't have to doing things outside the home. But when I asked my friend Lauren to listen to it, I said, I want your honest feedback because the last thing I would want is for moms who are working outside the home Mm -hmm. to like, they're doing something wrong by not just staying home. And it's, we got in this conversation. So I want your honest feedback. I've deleted that podcast, but I wanted your honest feedback as a working mom of your experience in this whole conversation of just the comparison or the guilt or what you have felt as a mom who was choosing to work and her family in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, I think the podcast that you had was, was awesome for stay at home moms. And, you know, we were talking about, we can only speak to our experience, right? Like I have my experience, you have yours listeners, you know, listening, they have their experiences of what their life as a mom has been like. Um, and I would say for me as a working mom, it has not been like anyone going through motherhood has not been without its struggles or those feelings or the, that guilt that kind of creeps in. Um, And I know for me as a working mom, um, it has been a challenge to balance all the things and to feel like, oh my gosh, am I, I'm giving, you know, these people at my job X amount of hours. And then really I'm only home, especially when they're little and they're at home, I'm only home with them from five o'clock till eight o'clock till bedtime. Um, And so for me, it was kind of a journey of learning how to let go of that guilt and make those moments I am with them count. Um, and I think even for stay at home moms, it's not like, like it's such a hard word, right? Stay at home moms because you're home, but you're doing all the things. 
Um, and so it's not like you have this set time of we're just sitting around and we're having these meaningful moments and conversations every hour of the day, you know? (laughs) Um, And I think that's the same for working moms is, you know, we are out of the home doing a job that we feel like the Lord has um, given us in that season, whether we we chose it or um, it is something we have to do to provide for our families as well, living in Seattle, especially. Um, But then being able to turn that around, come home, still do all the things that all of us moms do. Um, even with our helpful husbands, there are just still things that we as mamas <laughs> need to do. Um, but then also make the moments that we are home with them meaningful. And you said something to me um, when I, after you listened to the podcast, and I was just asking about yeah. your experience, um, that there was a season, we don't have to say where, but you had a lot of friends that were at a specific church kind of community. And it was really elevated, um, even yeah. spiritually elevated to that. The right thing to do was yeah. to be a mom who stayed home, who did not work. And for you as a person who are like, I, I want to obey Jesus and I want to yeah. do the quote right thing. And you're hearing yeah. that. What was that like? And I mean, honestly, I guess even how would you respond to someone maybe listening, being like, that's what I've been told too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really hard season. It was when, um, my husband and I first started having kids and, and we had a lot of friends that because of what was taught at the church that they went to, that they felt like the Christian mom thing to do was to be at home with their children. Um, and I really wrestled with that because Rich and I both come from homes of working moms. Um, and so that wasn't part of like our culture growing up. Um, and so I really wrestled with that and then also wrestled with, wow, Lord, like you, you've given me like this purpose that is to be a mom, but then also to serve these clients that you've, you know, put in my chair. Um, and, and so I would just home financially. I mean, yeah. And bless. Yeah. And, and like for us, it wasn't really a choice. And so it was a hard season of like, oh, they're choosing to do this, but like, I got to go to work. Like we yeah. be just bought in a house. Like I got to, we have bills to pay and, mm-hmm. you know, kids are, as we know, are not cheap and we have to support our family, you know, support our family. Um, and so I would just say like the Lord sees the sacrifices that all of us make, you know, and, and there is a sacrifice to work and there is a sacrifice to be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees that and he honors that. And um, I think when we compare other people's journeys and motherhood is really dangerous um, and not focus on like, okay, Lord, in this season, like you've called me to work and, and you're going to bless that. Um, And please bless the time that I am home with these children and help me to prioritize. And I think that's the biggest thing, whether you're called to be outside of your home or inside of your home, but like, Lord, what does that look like to prioritize my children? Yeah. And also do this work that glorifies you as well. Yeah. One thing I always think about, not just in this conversation, but in the context of really anything biblical that we try to put a box around. Let's just use the example of scriptures of like the prosperity scriptures of if you, you know, love the Lord, serve the Lord, you shall be blessed and have all your needs met. People will use that as like, that's black and white. But I'm like, okay, but let's go to the third world countries. These people who love the Lord, serve the Lord, obey the Lord, and they don't have all their physical needs met. I'm like, the gospel, the Bible has to work in any part of our world. Yeah, that's good. It's not just true in Western 
worlds. It has to be true. And so with this conversation, it can't be as black and white as to be a faithful Christian woman, mom, you have to stay home that it just can't be that because there are just so many parts of the world that there are good, loving Christian women who they're literally working all day, every day, their kids are on their back or they have older kids watching their, you know, like there's just so many and the scriptures aren't clear on that. Like we have the clarity of how to serve and pray for Mm -hmm. our kids and discipline and train and disciple. And it doesn't give the boundaries of what exactly that looks like in terms of exactly and location and yeah so and so for context because again I deleted the podcast (laughs) people are going to be like well what did you say I I almost like should leave like leave it on there and do like a follow-up but I'm like it wasn't bad it wasn't bad at all no but I there was one word and I'm just going to explain what it was is I was sharing my context and right. Like my context is all I know. I don't know your context. It's just exactly. my experience. And for me, um, I really struggled with comparison when I was choosing to stay home with my five and then started homeschooling. I would look at specifically pastor's wives because that is what I happen to be. And mm-hmm. I would see them having kids and then being on stage the next week, preaching and then leading a group and then writing a book. And I was like, uh, what is wrong with me? Like, why yeah. I, and I'm, I just kept thinking I'm wasting my life. Am I, am I missing out on something? Am I not like tapping into this extra yeah. strength that I should have? And I just needed to be reminded so desperately one comparison, as we all know, is the thief of joy. Exactly. But I needed to be reminded what I'm doing is enough. I don't mm-hmm. have to be doing these other things to be validated or to have um, confidence in answering the question of like, what do you do? Like, it's okay that I can, I'm choosing to stay at home right now. And I'm pouring in my gifts right now, instead of in these other areas, I'm pouring them in at home. And the dreams I have may be this, or they're put on hold for a season and they'll come. Um, but so in the podcast I shared, I was speaking specifically to those people who were feeling like I should be doing more, but it could have been come, it could have yeah. come across in a way yeah. that made it seem like if you're choosing to do things, motherhood and work, that you're not giving your best at home. And I just don't, I fundamentally disagree with that. And yeah. so that's the clarification of why we, I, I just text Laura, yeah. like, okay, can we do it now? Let's just talk. <laughs> for sure. And I think, I think for me, speaking of someone like I'm definitely a dreamer and entrepreneur and you know, you wrestle with the fact of like, wow, Lord, I have so many things I want to do. And I think they're from you. Like, I feel like you've put those things on my heart, but I have these people, these little people that I'm called (laughs) to serve, but man, I have like this thing. And so speaking to the moms that are entrepreneurs and are dreamers, and we all have dreams and maybe your dream is to be at home and there's nothing wrong with that is my dream. Like I'm living out my dream being at home and serving the people in my home. That is awesome. But maybe your dream is to have a business. Like maybe your dream is to be a writer or to, you know, own companies or, you know, be in the medical field or whatever it is. But just knowing like God has put those things inside of you for a reason and he's given you the kid, your kids for a reason. And I think knowing our kids and knowing how to love them when we are with them and love them through and bringing them along on that journey. Like my husband and I also have a business and it's so awesome. Our 12 year old goes to the kitchen with him and he pulls all nighters sometimes. And he gets to see like, 
man, this is what dad does. Or like for me, my daughter loves that I do hair and I'm like teaching her how to braid and do things on her dolls. And she loves like being in that. So bring your kids along for that journey of like, Mm -hmm. whatever those dreams are, whatever kind of work Mm -hmm. you're doing, including them in whatever capacity you can. Um, And I think that also builds something really deeply in them and in their character. Yeah, totally. And one thing um, we talked about was, you know, you were talking about like different dreams, but don't judge other people's season because I, right? Like I, I never thought I would be, I always am like a, I like to have a lot of things going. I just, yeah. do well, like kind of high capacity, even though some days I do feel like I'm drowning. I You're do. at Enneagram seven, three, all the Enneagrams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. So I have yeah. like all the things. And so I just truly never thought that I would. And this, again, I hate this phrase so much, the just a mom phrase, because I don't think there's yeah. such thing as just a mom. But I, I personally felt this insecurity of like, I'll never be quote, just a mom. I'll do yeah. that and I'll lead worship and I'll preach and I'll write and I'll lead women's study. Like I always thought that. And so because I thought that I judged people who, yeah. who were like, quote, just a mom. And now, honestly, I'm like, Lord, forgive me because that one, you don't know the season you're going into. You don't know the season people are coming from. You don't know, like there's just the whole mom guilt, the mom shame, the mom judgment is just from the pit of hell because it really is. I don't know that I've ever met a mom who hasn't struggled with that or felt some sort (laughs) of judgment towards her or felt some sort of judgment towards someone else. And it's like, God help us show grace and be present in the season we're in because we don't know the one we're going into. So true. So true. And we don't know, like I never been a stay at home mom until COVID hit and then I wasn't working. And all of a sudden I was homeschooling my children and a stay at home mom. And I'm like, Oh, so I was looking at all these women thinking must be nice to stay at home. And now I'm (laughs) home and I'm like, Lord, I need to go back to work. Not that I don't love these people, but I, it wasn't what I was used to. And so it was kind of a funny season for me of like, Oh, I'm getting a glimpse. Like this is a lot of work. And guess what? No one is thanking me. Like I, every hour, someone's telling me how wonderful I am and how beautiful I made them and how great I am. And I'm like, and nobody's saying that here. (laughs) (laughs) So your kids don't thank you every 20 minutes. They don't. (laughs) They're like the laundry's done. I have clean clothes. I have food. Wow. Can you imagine? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. So it was such a funny season of like, oh, I'm, I'm getting a glimpse of, of what I was looking at with other people with this like a little bit of judginess of like, yep. oh, I wish I could just be at home. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I am home. And this is, this is really hard too, you know, totally. like not to minimize yep. what working parents go through or what stay at home, but it's all hard. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And one of the, one of the notes kind of points I had made in the podcast was talking about the the reason this kind of stemmed in me is because I'm doing a lot more right now than I have done in literally in 12 years, my oldest is 12. And so I really didn't do a ton in my perspective for like 10 or 11 years. And now I'm doing school and the podcast and just some other things. And I've noticed that there've been either new moms or young moms who have kind of made comments like, Mm. Oh my gosh, you're doing all that. Like, wow, I'm really not doing anything. I just want to cut them off and be like, no, 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 no. Like there is no room 
for my capacity and yours. Like we all are so wired differently. Exactly. We have different capacities. We have different amounts of whether it's family or help or ages of kids or finances. Yeah. Like everyone's scenario is so different. And I would hate for anyone to look at my life and my capacity and my abilities and my timing and yeah. feel like, well, she's doing all that. So I should. And I just, that's really what started this whole idea of the podcast is like, no, that is so not it. Like, don't look at my capacity and compare it to yours. Like be present where you are. Yeah. Ask God for what he has for you, not someone else. I mean, it's good to seek counsel, but don't yeah. look at someone else's life and think that's the standard because so true. we will always fall short <laughs> of someone so else's true. standard. And I'm not I'm not built to carry the things that are on your plate and you're not built to carry the things that are on mine. And so mm-hmm. my whole hope in all of this would be yeah. let moms take a big deep breath and be like, wherever I'm at, God, is this where you have me? And let me run full steam ahead in this lane. Yes. Stay at home, be it part, stay at home, be it full-time job, be it whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Be present and confident in this season and to really fight the lies of guilt, comparison, shame, that's the hope. That's what my intent yeah. was. Yes. So good. <laughs> so, yeah. but I'm going to put you on the spot now. I'm still recording. Yeah. What is one thing that has changed your life? Oh my gosh. I have so many things. Okay. You can do three. Um, okay. So product wise, Olaplex. Olaplex from COVID hair loss, from damaged hair. Like as far as we all love to color our hair, most yeah. of us. <laughs> so if you have any type of hair loss or damage. I'm not a medical professional. So I, I'm just saying my own experience. Olaplex has like been life-saving to me and they have a new conditioning treatment, number eight, which I highly recommend. That is awesome. Um, another favorite thing, this is random, my tea kettle, electric tea kettle. I am obsessed because I'm trying, I am living a healthier life these days. So Mm -hmm. drinking less coffee, um, and trying to, you know, not snack as much. A tea kettle is awesome because it sits on my counter and I just push the button and it boils in seconds. And then I like pour my hot boiling tea. Okay. What's your favorite tea? That's delicious. I like oh a little more sweet, like on the sweeter end. What's an amazing tea? So it's Tulsi Rose and it's like, a um, Oh, what brand is it? I'll have to send it to you. Okay. You can get it at PCC, um, or on Amazon, but I, it's a rose tea. It sounds weird because it sounds florally, but with a little bit of stevia, it's so good. Um, and it's supposed to be really good for stress. Um, and just to like calm your body down. I don't know if it works, but amazing. It says it on the box. So, (laughs) (laughs) or do you have a favorite book? You could add that too. I have a favorite book here right now. I can't, I guess they're not. It's, um, my favorite devotional right now is by Margaret Feinberg, Feinberg. Um, and it's more power to you. And I love this devotional because it's just declarations to break free from fear and take back your life. Yeah. But this is a really awesome and it has all these declarations that you do every day. And I love her because she's hilarious. Um, and she's awesome. So this is my favorite Devo I'm, I'm doing right now. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I'll I have so many you. favorite things, but I will. Well, I put you on the spot. You had no warning for that. I didn't. I'm like no. looking around my house. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many favorite things. And well, M does not have time. Well, I will. I'll link all of these in the podcast, but thank you, Lauren. Awesome. You're the best. Thank you so Love much. That you. was so much fun. Love you. 
Okay, friends, so you just heard my conversation with Lauren, and I just, rather than people wondering, what did you say in the podcast that you had posted? And several of you, there were probably 50 listens already, but before I even deleted it. So I thought, I'm just going to put it on here. And I asked Lauren as well. She was like, yeah, I think still put it on there because your heart and your hope was specifically trying to talk to stay-at-home moms because that was your experience. But still put it on there. So here it is. But as you know, we've already addressed some of the wording and things that I said. But I thought, why not? I'm going to stick it on here. And at the very end, you can fast forward if you want. But at the very end, I do talk about a purse that is just fantastic for summer you definitely want. I'll probably talk about it in another podcast just in case you don't listen to the rest. But for those of you wondering, here is the original podcast. Hello, friends. I wanted to jump on here. And first of all, thank you for the messages or the reposts about the podcast. It's always encouraging. And I know I've asked before, but it super means a lot when you write reviews. So it would mean so much especially on the Apple podcast site. I don't even know if you can write reviews on Spotify. Honestly, I should probably check that out. But if you haven't yet, it takes like, I don't know, 60 seconds to two minutes if you wouldn't mind. But I wanted to jump on here a few, several episodes back, I did one that was called The Slingshot Changed My Life. And I shared about my experience of a season and a time of my life where I was really, really pulled back from all the things that I had been involved in Um, mostly areas of leadership for me that I really love to do. But when I had got pregnant with my fifth kid, I needed to step back and really be at home. And then I started homeschooling and just a thing, kind of unexpected things started happening where I really began to be more and more invested at, at my house with my kiddos. I've always been home with them since I had kids. Um, but was also involved in a lot of other things. And I had a massive like identity crisis. And honestly, friends, that was even before the whole movement of so many stay-at-home jobs have come and side hustles. And I want to be very clear, I have the utmost respect for people who do that, who are working hard. Some of you have no option, but you are needing to do a side hustle or two or three, or you go to work. Um, So this is not meant to minimize those things whatsoever. Please hear me and trust me when I say that truly, truly. And I'm excited in the next phase of my life to be able to do a little bit more of those things. But I have really been in a 12-year season of being home with my kids, parenting them, and being all of my time, energy, talents, treasure has been really invested in my kids. And I know there's this movement of seeing, you know, women can do whatever they want and women don't have to stay home and you don't have to this and that. And now all of that is true. Absolutely. And I am all for equality amongst men and women and fair pay and all of that. So put all of that aside because that's not at all what I'm talking about. That's a whole other conversation. What I do want to talk about is those of you who are constantly bombarded with the idea or the insecurity or the pressure or the thoughts or the visuals of other people thinking and kind of telling you, you should be doing more. And I'm talking to the mamas right now, specifically. I'm a mama and so I'm talking to you. That's what I know. That's what I relate to. So I'm specifically talking to you. I just want you to take a big deep breath right now and hear me say, What you are doing is holy work. Investing in your one, two, three, whatever, however many children you have. What you are doing is holy work. 
There is nothing that is wasted in what you are doing. You can never get this time back in what you are doing. Every seed planted when you don't get to see the fruit yet, but it is planted in them. Every snuggle, every hug, every kiss, every bedtime story, every walk to the park, every band-aid put on their knees. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but I just want to say what you are doing matters in the kingdom. It matters in eternity. It matters in this world. You are raising the next generation. And honestly, I'm going to be really frank. Right now, I'm doing the podcast. I'm homeschooling and I'm in seminary. And my husband and I get the privilege of being leaders at our church that we started. So it can seem like, wow, look what all you've done. And I I'm thankful for encouragement. Don't get me wrong when people are like, wow, that's incredible that you're in seminary. I will receive encouragement, but not flattery and not, um, I don't want to boast in that because I feel so strongly. I do not want to set a standard of people thinking, wow, she can do it. I should be doing more. No, no, no. Oh man, I just slapped my leg because I'm so passionate. No, 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 no. That is not it at all. We have family. We have help. We have someone who lives with us that is gracious to extend a hand when needed. We've got friends that have kids that extend hands when needed. We have been blessed with a lot of external help. Um, And I just want to say, I spent truly 12 years, my oldest is 12, pretty much doing minimal other things. I was pouring all my efforts and my first fruits into my family. And it's not that I'm not pouring my first fruits into them right now, but I felt I had a little bit of emotional margin, sleep margin, although maybe not, <laughs> um, and, and a little bit of margin. And so my the last thing I would ever want is for people to look at my life and think, man, look at all that she's doing. I guess all I am is, quote, just a mom. That is like my least favorite quote maybe in the world because there's no such thing. You are giving your child the biggest gift and there will be a time when you can pursue those other dreams. There will be a time when you'll be out of the house more, but just remember you are enough. You're doing enough. Love your babies, love your babies. And if you never do anything else outside of serving your babies, loving them, being on mission in your neighborhood with them, inviting them into your world, um, pouring into them the first fruits of your life. That is a gift and it is not wasted. So that is my encouragement to you. I know this is really kind of honed it uh, to those moms who are um, staying home, whether by choice or I don't know your circumstances, but I just want to encourage you. You are not wasting your days. Do not let insecurity paralyze you of comparison and thinking you should be doing something else. What you are giving your children is a gift. And I do want to end with this just because I know some of you, I know some of you who are listening and you are doing side hustles and in the margin and when they're sleeping and in the morning and you're getting help to work, whether it's your own business or where you're going out of the house or whatever it is that you're doing, incredible job. I just want to say, I see you and I know it's hard and I know it's so hard to be doing those things in the margin or whenever you have the time and space and then to still be fully present and investing in your home. It is hard. So I just want to also say to those of you who are doing that, you're seen. I pray um, extra strength and grace over you for energy in pursuing all the things that you're doing. Um, I pray that you never feel shame for doing those extra things. Just the whole shame game around motherhood. Can we just all agree? 
it is from the pit of hell and it drives me crazy because we are all trying to do our best. We are all trying to love and serve our kiddos and our families and do our very best with what we have been given. And our seasons will come and go. So don't judge someone else's season because you may be in that season next and vice versa. So let's encourage each other. Let's cheer each other on. You mamas are rock stars. You mamas are heroes. I see you. And more importantly, God sees you. He sees everything you are doing and all the seeds you are planting in your precious, precious kiddos. Well done, mamas. All right, I know I haven't done many segments of This Changed My Life and shared things that I'm loving, but I had to share. There's this new bag that I got on Amazon. I say bag. I know a lot of people say bag. So if you can't understand what I'm saying, (laughs) B-A-G. Let's just say purse to make it easier. Um, But it's the cutest and the new trend for summer is like the straw bags. That Oh, I just said bag. Weird. I'm being brainwashed bag. Um, That's kind of the trend where it's like straw or the like sewn kind of wicker looking style. And I got one on Amazon and it's circle and it has a little button and it's across the shoulder with a, a, like a thin little strap. It is so cute. It's so perfect for summer and it actually holds enough like your phone, gum, um, for me, five lipsticks and some liner, whatever else, like it actually holds a good amount. You could put some other things in there. I don't know, a snack or two. It is so cute. So I'm going to link it in this podcast because I just got it in the mail yesterday and it is a great price. I saw it at Target, but it's cheaper on Amazon and you never know with Amazon. And so I can, I can say it is so cute. I promise you, you will want it for summer. It's a great gift idea too.